Hey everybody, I have some uh, a tip, advice, I don't know, for you if you are interested. <laughs> and that is this, listen to yourself. Actually go back uh, in your anchor programs and listen to yourself. Of course, if you don't already do this. Listen to yourself as if you were someone else. Try to remove yourself from being you and then listen to yourself as if you were someone else. And, and listen to your segments not more than once or twice. Listen to them a few times. I've been doing this, and I, I really have been able to learn a lot from it. It's true that we can learn a lot from each other, but I really think that Anchor has allowed us to, uh, given us the potential to learn a lot about ourselves. And we can learn a lot from ourselves. I think that's even more important. All right, that's your Integrity Radio tip for the day. Today I'm going to talk to you about the power of negativity. Did you know that negativity can be a good thing? Relaxation can really zap you of your motivation. So, you know, that sort of positive, mellow, relax sort of a uh, mode, yeah, can really kill your motivation. Uh, negative emotions can also help you to focus. Yes, it very much helps you to focus. Depression can cause additional detail attention. So if you're depressed about something, usually you're going to stop doing all this other stuff and really try to figure out what the hell is wrong. A furrowed brow can even warn people away from you, sort of vet people. They can see that, uh, well, you know, things aren't quite uh, proper. Things aren't quite the way they should be. You're quite not centered or something, right? And then negativity can help prune out bad ideas, uh, you know, because people... Uh, know that uh, they would prefer you to be positive rather than negative, right? So uh, if you are known to perhaps go to the negative side, then people will perhaps, uh, you know, rethink their uh, behaviors around you um, so as to not promote a, uh, a negative response. Now, it's good to be positive, but I think positivity, or rather negativity, gets a really negative uh, rap. <laughs> so, does anybody out there have any reasons uh, to think negative? Does anybody out there have any ideas on the positive power of negative thinking? Alright, I hope you're having a, a good day. Sure. Why not? Who's it going to hurt? Integrity Radio. For two years ago, uh, we got an idea. The idea to write a book called The Happy Pessimist, Why Negative Thinking is Positive. And the idea that came from, sprung from a sort of a frustration within us around the truth about positive thinking. And yes, we call it the truth about positive thinking because it has become a very established truth in Sweden, as in many, many other countries, that positive thinking is a good thing. It's not only a good thing, it's almost necessary to think positive to become happy or reach 
happiness. With our project, the book, we wanted to show an alternative, our way, or our view, how to reach happiness, to become happy in another way, by the happy pessimist. And during that work, describing happy pessimism, which basically, basically is built on the fact that you should have low expectations, really low expectations, because then you don't get so disappointed when things go bad. You will prepare extremely well so we can have different options to act on when things go bad. And of course, you will always assume that things go bad. That's sort of happy pessimist, shortly. So when we started to describe that, we also felt that we have to really look at the arguments that the optimist, optimists had. What are the arguments for positive thinking? And pretty fast, we found that positive thinking isn't based so much on science, isn't based at all at large studies with numerous of people followed year by year. No, not at all. The truth about positive thinking is based on short, small affirmations, or you can call them slogans, that sounds really, really good, and of course, positive. Mm. And uh, there are short-term slogans as well, and we like to describe them like a balloon filled with air. Because you all met optimists, speakers talking. It's, uh, it's about the same situation. You see, they, they come up on stage through the fog. You hear Tina Turner, simply the best. In the, and, uh, and the speaker would like all of you to... Clap your hands together, simply the best, just to feel the positive energy. Yeah, you're looking good, you're looking nice. Ah, and the, the person on stage, he or she, well-dressed, good-looking, have a tan, white smile, and it's really positive. Ah, nice. And these slogans come up one after another. We can start off by, say, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. My first thought is, what's the opposite? What's, uh, could, no, I don't think about myself at all. I, I don't believe in myself at all. I don't, cogito ergo sum, no, no, cogito ergo dum, uh, in a way. Uh, uh, and it's a rather vague and broad sentence as well. Believe in yourself. What does it mean? It's like saying, uh, remember to breathe today. Or if you land in water, don't drown, please. So, uh, of course, every person believes in themselves. They, uh, otherwise, you're not a human being. And uh, another slogan is, nothing is impossible. Ah, that's a beautiful word. Because uh, impossible, uh, it contradicts the, the actual word in itself. Either it's possible or it's impossible. Nothing is impossible. I, I'm sure you all know a lot of things that are impossible. You can name like 10 things immediately on top of your head. Like a, a version of nothing is impossible. More air in the balloon and I'm starting to get a little bit afraid. Uh, if you can dream it, you can do it. I'm sorry, you cannot do that. I dreamt a lot of things, including flying and a date with Beyonce. And I'm pretty sure nothing of that will happen. Uh, I'd rather be flying than meeting Beyonce, unfortunately. 
uh, reach for the stars, aim for the stars. That's one thing you hear all the time. You got to reach for the stars, aim for the stars. Why? The stars are very far away. It's pretty cold up there. I don't think you know the actual way to the stars. And the main thing is, it's impossible to reach for the stars. So there's a lie in the beginning, reach for the stars. Why not reach for the treetops? It's much easier. Hold, hold on, hold on, Jan. I'm starting to get really dizzy over here. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the good thing. For, uh, optimists want their audience to be a bit dizzy and disorientated. So they can show these slogans all the time. Give it 110%. That's my favorite. I'm not a mathematician, but... I think that 100% isn't that everything. So 110% is everything and a little bit more. And that's impossible as well. You can do anything you want. Yeah, you can do anything. I've counted the, the people in the world. I think there's one person who can do anything he wants. Uh, it's a small guy, my height, uh, wearing high heel shoes, living in North Korea. Uh, head of state there. I, he, I think he's the. Otherwise, you cannot do what you want. You're not a four-year-old kid who thinks the world spins around you. You're not. You cannot do anything. You, uh, you can be anything you want. Yeah, go for that. Win American Idol. Yeah, you can be anything you want. Matthias, in his younger age, wanted to be a hair model. I wanted to be a professional basketball player. It didn't turn out that well. Nowadays we play ping pong for fun. That's as far as we got. And, 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 and one other thing, when you're going to do team building, uh, they have this saying like, uh, walk on coal, hot coals, just to feel that you can do anything. The feeling to do anything. What? Yeah, you, you, you can walk on hot coals. Well, everybody can walk on hot coal. It's due to that the, the soles under your feet have bad conduct to, to heat, and you're just happy that you survived a stupid trick. So it's all about physics. It's nothing to do with you being a positive and optimistic. Hey, I can do anything now. I walked on coal. You can walk on uh, French fries or a hamburger. <laughs> it's the same. It's just slogans, but we eat it up. Or fill it with air. Yeah. So uh, we didn't do ha had to do a lot of work uh, looking at scientific databases to, to find out that these small slogans, well, they didn't have so much substance in them. But why have we then bought the truth of positive thinking? Well, there's a number of reasons, of course. It's pretty, it sounds good, of course, to be positive. But it's also very hard to discuss with positive, with optimists about positive thinking. Because if you ask the question and challenge them about positive thinking, you all, all, almost always end up in a discussion like, well, you're just challenging positive thinking because you're thinking negative. If you would be thinking positive about positive thinking, you would realize how positive positive thinking is. Ah, it's like wrestling in a waterbed. You, you can't get a grip anywhere. No, no. Something like that. I, I guess there's some logic in that too. I don't really know exactly what. Well, uh, we realized, of course, that we will have some problem with convincing people that actually pessimists would be something that they would 
considered a good thing. And the first, uh, the first sign of that was when we, when we contacted our publisher and presented the idea of, of, of actually publishing a book about uh, pessimism. Uh, he was quite kind of skeptic. Yeah, he was. And that was not only because he also is the publisher of many self-help books by one of, uh, a couple of Swedish top optimists when it comes to that area. Uh, he thought of the market. Will the market out there buy the book? Is it interesting to read something about pessimism? So he was skeptical in the beginning. Well, we convinced him. Yeah. Because we contradicted the truth that optimism is the, it's the God in our country. We, we live by optimism. And, and we saw, when we finally released the book, we saw some small signs that the, the, um, the optimist wasn't that hap happy that the book has come out. Our, our publisher uh, told us uh, that some of the books has disappeared in, in bookshelves, not by buying them, unfortunately, uh, but hidden away. Which was quite because we uh, a book about pessimism is under the uh, self-help books or health, so uh, suddenly our book was behind sauna, yoga, and crystal therapy uh, instead of being in in the front line. Uh, so apparently there's been a, a small but uh, attack in a way. We, we thought it was kind of cute because it was on different places the same way that maybe some new author that is interested in sauna yoga or something that. Now, no pessimism, we want to be sweaty instead. It's much better. Sweaty and positive. Uh, and then when we uh, went on a tour, because we have a tour, we have a small show that we call The Happy Pessimism, uh, our, bo our booking agents told us, uh, in confidence, of course, that our colleagues or competitors, our optimist consult friends, has told them that maybe it isn't such a good idea to give these guys a tour around the country uh, with a quote, uh, quote, quote that said, uh, it's not good for uh, the industry. And it made us happy, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, making optimists pessimistic about their agenda is very funny. And, uh, and when they start to talk about uh, optimism as an industry, then we're very close to being a religious sect, I think. Then uh, it's all about the money. Uh, and we saw several signs of that because uh, uh, some uh, don't follow us on Twitter anymore, no. Facebook. We kind of lost some friends there. Uh, a lot of coaches in different stages, uh, lifestyle coaches and, and so forth, because they, they thought, no, pessimism isn't for... But we use it as a tool. It has nothing to do with them. They, they can coexist and, and be a dominant factor, of course, but we need to have another voice. That's the only thing we had. Thank you. Sure. But we got some other reactions as well. Uh, from those people who actually found the book, that were hidden in the bookshelf, uh, and bought, bought it uh, and read them. And those people who, who have been uh, watching our show come up to us and says, finally. Finally, someone who tells something else. Or finally, someone who tells, tells us how life really are. That we can accept, accept that life is pretty messy sometimes. So that was very important to hear, not from the ones who has the largest or biggest voices, but from those who actually live their lives and looking for answers they might not have. So because we could actually, by uh, challenging the truth of optimi op op 
optimistic and positive thinking give them an alternative. So, the thoughts and truth about positive thinking might not be the most important truth to challenge. This truth is not the one that affects most people or have the hardest consequences for people worldwide. But still, it seems so important, so important to maintain the truth of positive thinking. And it seems so threatful when two, well, two guys, ordinary guys, mm. write a book that hasn't sold in that many copies, I tell you. Uh, when they do that, it's so threatful that actually they take actions to stop us from doing that. That's quite interesting. And then we have to think and consider all the more, more important truths out there. Economic truth, political truth, social truth, many other truths that people really want to maintain. All these truths has to be challenged. And that is our message to you today. Always, always keep challenging the truth. Because the truth may or may not be true, but it can also be a balloon filled with air. Thank you. I have, I have an important message to deliver to all the cute people all over the world. If you're out there and you're cute, maybe you're beautiful, I just want to tell you something. There's more of us ugly motherfuckers than you are. Hey, so watch out.
Okay, so climate change, uh, if that's an okay term, then we should change uh, a lot of terms. Like, if you get shot, that would be uh, bleeding out of the wrong hole change. If you get stabbed, or, no, if you get clubbed to death, that would be too many indentations in the uh, head and body change. Uh, you call dying, <laughs> aging. Aging too quickly change? <laughs> <laughs> the, di the dying will be called um, not enough oxygen. Over-application of aging. Yeah, over-application <laughs> of life change. <laughs> yeah, dying will be life change. There we go. No, dying should be end-of-life crisis. You've got mid-life crisis. An end-of-life crisis. <laughs> yeah. How, how about... Oh... How about near life experience? Death is death will be called a near life experience. <laughs> there we go. Sure. Right, which one did you have though? <laughs> I said end of life. End, end of, of life, life crisis. <laughs> Birth could be beginning life crisis. <laughs>
question for your podcast um i actually have a podcast of my own or a little episode that i just created um is god real um that's one question that i was i was interested in knowing what people where people sit on that segment um my podcast is called just human where i just talk about anything that's the first thing i'm talking about um you know if you're willing to uh play this on your end uh, that'll be great if not thank you for hearing me out but yeah that is my question is god real (laughs) Hey, just human. Thanks for the call in. You have a question for me, and I'd like to make a disclaimer right here and now. I'm not a theologian, nor am I a scientist. In fact, I'm just a good old human being that's a big fan of logic and reason. Uh, hold on a second. My kid here, Bill T., um, just came in. Uh, one of the uh, call-ins asked if God is real. What do you think, Bill T? No. Damn, that was a quick answer. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a little, uh, a little short. I, you know, I think uh, to really give that question uh, some uh, an honest answer, I would have to. Well, ask you a kind of a couple questions. First of all, what is real to you? What is real? And then the second question I would ask of you is, which God are you referring to? Because although there are many, uh, you know, mono deists in the world, um, they're still talking about different gods. You know, there's the various Jewish god. The Muslim God, the Christian version of God, uh, etc. And then I have to give you my favorite answer. Because you can't assume I (laughs) haven't answered this question before. If I were to assume by real you mean that God exists, then um, I would have to say that it's not that I don't believe that God exists. I just don't believe in her. One of the Collins just asked me, uh, is God real? How would you answer that question? Is God real? This is my wife, Ronnie, by the way. <laughs> is God real? Yeah, because I, I say, well, first of all, what is real to you? And then, mm-hmm. which God? So that's my stock, or our stock. I was just wondering if you had anything on the tip of your tongue that might... <laughs> Add to the conversation. No, no, yeah. What what are you defining as God? Yeah, right. 
you know, what's your yeah. definition of God? Because right. that's what's really, definition of God? really pretty wide these days. Mm -hmm. I got about a thousand different versions of God. Mm -hmm. and that's just mono gods, like, you know, singular deities. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm assuming he's talking about what, the one God, you know, the Judeo Christian God. That's the assumption, of course. And no, people ask God about is, God. God is but a, there's a lot, there's more gods than just the Judeo Christian gods. So. Right. Well, yeah. that particular God was an invention to tell stories to keep mankind under some sort of control. Yeah, political control mechanism. Right. Yeah, it's more, more than likely what, the, what that's all about. Yeah. But, uh,. Uh, yeah, you know, we did so many segments on this topic. Um, so if you're honestly interested, we've done a lot of segments on this very topic. I just said that twice, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> segments so nice, I said them twice. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it would be great if you uh, could check those out and, uh, you know, check them out in the uh, episodes and uh, comment on on the stuff that uh, has already been put out there if you have time that would be great and uh otherwise thanks for the call in and thanks for the question and uh yeah let me know what you think does god exist for you <laughs> <laughs>